Hello, it's Scott Hamilton, Rockfile, back with another podcast movie review of the 4K ultra-high-definition version of The Shining. If you know anything about The Shining, it was based on a Stephen King novel. It's one of Stanley Kubrick's, well, now considered one of his best movies when it came out not so much. I'll get into that. Stephen King always had a problem with this version of the movie. Uh, He's gone back and forth over the years, but even on the new book, Dr. Sleep, he talks about that's a version that most people remember. Dr. Sleep is a sequel to the book. Stanley Kubrick always does his own things with movies. A lot of people consider this one of his best. I still think 2001 A Space Odyssey is his best. Barry Lyndon was very good. Um, He liked to take genre movies and put them through the Kubrick lens, I guess you could say. He would Kubrickize them. Um, That's what he did with a horror genre in The Shining, science fiction with 2001, period movies with Barry Lyndon. And The Shining came out on my birthday in 1980. I was too young to go see a rated R movie at the time, but I saw it a few years later on VHS. And as a teenager... This movie bored the crap out of me. I didn't understand why it was a horror movie, why it was scary. Guy goes crazy. You know, I mean, I won't get into too many spoilers, but the movie came out in 1980. You should have seen it by now. It it diverges from the book in many ways. Stephen King's book was much more supernatural that the hotel actually possessed people. Uh, It was more of a malevolent entity. Whereas in Stanley Kubrick's version of the movie, things are a little more ambiguous. Maybe he's just a guy going crazy, except there are a couple of supernatural things that happen, and the end is, you know, leaves you with questions as well. But when it came out, it got pretty poor reviews. It was the only one of Stanley Kubrick's last nine films that didn't get any Academy Award nominations at the time. But funny, a few years ago, it was picked as one of the top 100 movies to be archived by the American Film Institute, and it has become uh, a quintessential viewing experience for those who want to see how horror is really done, psychologically, supernaturally. So, like I said, when I first saw the movie, I was bored to tears by it. I've seen it several times on VHS, on DVD, eventually on Blu-ray, What a revelation the new 4K disc is. Oh my goodness. Uh, Warner Brothers went back, did a a 4K scan. This movie looks looks better than it had to look originally in theaters. It looks fantastic. The opening scenes through Colorado, uh, just breathtaking cinematography. Some of the shots, when, when Jack Nicholson looks down at the model of the maze... And as he looks at it, it becomes the reality of the maze outside. And what a shot that was for 1980. Steadicam was a new thing back in 1980. So the shots of following little Danny on the big wheel through the hotel and things like that at the time was a very surreal experience. We didn't have smooth tracking shots like that back then because there was no Steadicam. Um, So watching the movie now with all the thousands of movies I've seen since then, I had a much better appreciation of Stanley Kubrick's work. It is a really good movie. If you're going to watch it for the first time, it is glacially paced. It is incredibly slow. Um, 
but it is to let everything sink in. Everything means something. There's symbolism. There's there's analogies. There's there's all sorts of stuff in it. And the first two thirds do follow most of Stephen King's book for the most part. I mean, it, it's the same story, same characters, but it diverges quite a bit in the third act. Uh, a main character dies that doesn't die in the book. Um, some more supernatural things happen in the book that didn't happen in the movie. Um, a main character is injured that's not injured in the movie. I mean, there there's it's quite a few things that are different from the book. I'm reviewing this now, A, because the, this 4K just came out last month, but also because Dr. Sleep is coming out this week. And that is Stephen King's sequel to The Shining, his book, uh, the continue the story of Danny, the young boy. Not giving anything away, but I guess he survives, right? Um, the movie director has decided to skirt the difference. Dr. Sleep is a sequel to both the book and the movie because the Kubrick version of The Shining is ingrained in popular culture. The, the scenes of Jack Nicholson going through the door, freezing to death, things like that are ingrained in our culture and our pop culture references all over the place. They're Funko Pops of, of these things. So it had to be very difficult uh, for him to make Dr. Sleep and satisfy both fans of the movie and Stephen King, who absolutely loves this version of Dr. Sleep, by the way. It opens this Friday, and it's getting incredibly great reviews, like 9 out of 10, uh, one of the best movies of the year, that kind of thing. Very excited to see it. Can't wait. I've, I've read some early reviews, and I'm done reading reviews. I'm just going to go see it this weekend. I cannot wait to see it. It looks amazing. But The Shining on 4K, if you're... if you're a film fan. It's one of those movies that has to be in your collection that you pull out every once in a while and just wonder it, at how the differences from the book, what was he thinking when he made it, the, the work that was done. I mean, there are historians and stories that go back uh, to the making of this movie talking about how Shelley Duvall had a nervous breakdown while making this movie. Jack Nicholson got very frustrated making the movie. Uh, just the bar scene alone took six weeks of pre-production and rehearsals and then filming was like 14 hour days and things like that. And th this is all, you know, a lot of witnesses to this that Stanley Kubrick was not the easiest guy to get along with, but he wanted to get this vision out. It is a movie that stands the test of time. It, it, although it takes place around 1980 and the fashions and some of the, and the cars and things like that are, are late seventies, early eighties. Um, it still holds up as some good acting, great cinematography, uh, some good scares, creepy stuff that creeps in, um, some nudity even. Uh, it's definitely an R-rated film. But the 4K ultra-high-definition version, uh, surround sound is great, but the picture, the picture quality is unbelievable. This is one of the top five 4K discs I own. It, it really looks amazing. But like I said, your mileage with the movie may vary. If you've seen it before, see it again this way. If you've never seen it before, take everything I've said with a grain of salt because it is two and a half hours to tell a story that if it were made today, they could do it in an hour and a half. But Stanley Kubrick, he has a vision and he realized that vision as he does with all of his movies. All of his movies are not exactly fast-paced action extravaganzas. They are slow-paced, 
incredibly well made, and The Shining is incredibly well made. He used a very small crew so they could work long hours, and it wasn't uh, you know costly and hardship except on you know the very few people. And unfortunately, we don't have Stanley Kubrick around to make any more movies. Eyes Wide Shut was his last film, and and then he passed away. But I highly recommend The Shining in everybody's collection. Throw out your DVDs and Blu-rays. Get this 4K version. I believe the Blu-ray that comes with it is also the remastered version. Um, And that's where the extras are. The only extra on the 4K disc is the commentary. And uh, they're talking to a film historian and a guy who worked on on the movie. It really is a classic bit of cinema. And... Chris Duckman, who's one of my favorite movie reviewers on on YouTube, calls this his favorite Kubrick movie and his favorite horror movie of all time. For me, my favorite horror movies are Alien, The Thing, uh, Hellraiser. Those, to me, are, are better horror movies. And as far as Stanley Kubrick movies go, I put 2001 on top of this one. But this would be my number two Stanley Kubrick movie, really. So I recommend the 4K ultra high definition disc version of The Shining. Um, watch it. Tell me what you think. And if you get a chance, read Stephen King's original novel to see the differences. It really does play out differently and end quite quite a bit differently. A little more uh, 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 final, <laughs> actually. Um, Very interested to see Dr. Sleep this week. I'll be going to see it, and I will have a review podcast for you ready as uh, hours after I see it, I promise. I'm Scott Hamilton. I'm Rockfile. Thanks for taking time out of your day to listen to this podcast. I have more movie and music reviews on the way, some lists and some other things I want to do. Check out the Patreon page if you'd like to support the podcasting project for as little as a dollar a month. You can help out with the cost involved. And, um... And don't forget to visit my website, therockfile.com, with links to the radio stations and the shop and everything else that I happen to be doing these days. I cannot thank you enough for your support, and I really thank you for listening. Thank you.